0: What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 62 of The Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin. Alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe.
1: If it was years, we could get Social Security. Is that true? I think it's 62.
0: I never know anymore. I
1: think it's 62. But you
0: know what? It won't matter for us.
1: No, it'll be totally all gone.
0: Because I, you know...
1: This is... Welcome to the politics episode of The Disc Golf Podcast. Yeah. And... And Goodbye to the politics episode of the disc golf podcast. I was
0: just about to do that exact thing. But I already did it. That's the last thing that disc golf needs is politics.
1: I don't know about that. I mean, like, uh, national or, like, government politics. But I feel, feel like there's already politics in disc golf.
0: Oh, absolutely. There's plenty of local league drama in, Oh yeah, we in, heard about, in so. every disc golf community. I don't think there's any league Power drama. Power struggles, people trying to take control of leagues and and you know yeah why can't everyone
1: will? just work till 6 15 every night and all and also not actually
0: be able to play in leagues. baggers
1: baggers are for real like mm-hmm. that's uh so i've been trying to get up on my reddit game more and like like comment and whatnot mm-hmm. there's so much bagger talk there and there's some like there's. Le- there's
0: some legit like cause for being upset uh that's I, not cool you know i go both ways on it I one, uh, I, I feel bad for people that play in like a rec division and and get a, a bagger in that division that beats them by twenty strokes. At the same time, you know the TD should do something about that if they see that. Do you think it would be, it'd be obvious if uh... and uh, also you really just got to get better and keep playing or play in in PDGA events where they can't do that?
1: Yeah. I kinda feel like um, I feel like the next tournament we're gonna play in is gonna be when there's like a trilogy challenge just because it's a one day tournament and that's kind of the only thing we could yep. do. I kinda wanna go play wreck. Uh huh. Which I feel would be like somewhat baggy, but there's yes, totally a good chance that, that I could lose it. You should and I think absolutely that would play be, intermediate. That would be the worst uh, feeling ever, is like dropping yeah, down and be like, I'm gonna scrape and then lose.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. One, you should not play rec because you're not a rec player. And uh, technically, uh, I think the PDGA doesn't allow players um, that have a PDGA rating over 900 to play rec, which is actually kind of high in my opinion. I don't
1: have a PDGA number, so I have no rating. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, you can bag all you want. Yes. So... Except in a PDGA-sanctioned event, which you couldn't play because you right, don't have right a...
1: And also, I, I like, as much as I say I don't go to league nights and I don't get out as often as I would like, I'm definitely out on the course enough and know enough of the people that are in tournaments that mm-hmm. um, there would probably be a harsh stone cast my way yeah. if I were to say that I was uh, a
0: rec player. I agree. And you're not a rec player, so why would you do that?
1: I, want I can't. Plastic. I can't
0: believe believe we just had a conversation about baggers, and you're like, you know, I'm I'm thinking about trying it. I'm just playing devil's advocate, bro. All I I mean, but what about all the people that would be hurt and and turned away from disc golf by by Joe Smash going out there and and throwing his big old hyzers and
1: Listen, I'm a very uh, charismatic, likable guy. They'd be like, that guy kicked our ass. Goodness, is he nice? No, I don't think they'd say
0: that at all. I think that's. I think you're. I don't. I think everyone loves me. I think you uh, got that's a given. All wrong. Everyone wants. No to one be loves my friend, you when you're when you're bagging.
1: But they don't know I'm bagging. man. I just had a really good day.
0: I mean, that's that's possible, but but they don't know that, so they're just going to assume that you're bagging. Well, yeah, okay. So
1: a touche. Yeah. Although you know, I saw some people playing wreck. I don't know two trilogy challenges ago Mm -hmm. and they're people I see out all the time so I'm kind of like I don't know Yeah,
0: I mean it happens all the time you know my, my my go to response to anyone that's complaining about how other people score in an event is when you're playing your game and you're playing disc golf if you're worrying about what other people are doing you're not doing it right and Really, you should focus on your own play. Play the best that you possibly can. And if you don't like that guy coming in doing that, well, get better and beat him. Boom. Speaking so, of which,
1: are you going to play advanced next time?
0: Uh, I don't know. You should. Probably, yeah. Good.
1: <laughs> um, I am excited. You know what I was thinking? And I, I guess I should have said it like not on podcast because um, it's more like. I don't know that it has really anything to do with the podcast. If no one steps up to do a trilogy challenge in the next like month or two, we should run it. Ooh.
0: But then like that takes like effort and stuff. It doesn't
1: take like that much
0: time. And it could be uh, a a disc golf podcast fundraiser. Ooh. Man, though, no, because no, because whenever you do these these things locally, you you got to give the money back to local. So it oh to yeah, be, the have Boys and like Girls a, Club of Snow Valley. No, 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 the uh, Maxwell Farms disc golf course, bro. I mean, come on.
1: Via Boys and Girls Club of Snow Valley, yeah. which is located in Maxwell
0: Regional yeah. Park. Yeah, I can see that, but uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think either of us has enough time with the, you know. 10 to 12 hours a week it takes to record a, a 45 minute podcast like we do it, it's i like that
1: you said 45 minutes <laughs> when's the last time we had a 45 minute go, podcast probably never i think we go into everyone being like this is gonna be like 45 minutes oh it's been an hour and 45 what are we
0: at right now cool like beans. like four four or five minutes i haven't even done the intro yet so oh yeah
1: no we're at like six minutes like We're, we're at like already, six minutes all right we're so
0: we got a great podcast <laughs> for you tonight we are going to talk about the of Peach Day Open preview that in the Czech Republic. We got some some good disc golf talent over there and disc golf World Tour stop number two. So we obviously have to go over that and the uh, and the coverage that we'll be getting. Hopefully, some some quick turnaround on those videos and uh, possibly some weather issues once again for 2017. What? Yeah, crazy.
1: Speaking of weather, right? <laughs> When we were recording our podcast last week, so seven days ago, uh-huh. I was in a t shirt in the Shedio, sweating my balls off. <laughs> yeah. And today, I was leaving my house wondering if I should grab a sweatshirt.
0: And I'm wearing a sweater, pretty much. It's ridiculous. So, yay weather. We're also going to, uh, we've got a couple of things that we, speaking of weather, we're going to talk the PDGA. Uh, expedited a meeting to talk about weather-related delays on on major tournaments and things like that, so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. We also have our deer review, our world-famous disc and beer pairing, where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both and let you know whether you should bring it on the course. Tonight, we have the Innova Leopard 3. We have a Star Leopard 3, and we have paired it with Leo Ursus by Firestone Walker, which is an Imperial IPA. Leo, as in lion, and then Ursus is a bear, right? Yes. So, but yeah, right.
1: But it's also like both. I mean, it's a leopard three, but everyone calls it a Leo three. So,
0: so there there are times on this podcast when our deer pairings are just like an absolute slam dunk, and it's it's totally obvious. We stretched a little bit this time. This is no. This is pretty compared
1: to the last few. This is pretty slam dunky.
0: We got a leopard and a lion. They're both big cats. You know, we're we're trying we're trying
1: with uh similarish names dependent on language that you are using
0: exactly you know the the first the first three letters are the same so you know who knows
1: so boom we nailed it
0: exactly slam
1: dunk well and listen so we went um i just want to give a cool little background uh we went to a really cool place that had lots of cool beers and so oh, we yeah, were able to we to to get ourselves set we, up. For we can a bit. get
0: right to that. I didn't even mention that we went to a bachelor party this last weekend, and that's what we'll talk about next. But one of our very good friends is going to jail. I mean, getting married. I uh, like you say soon. that as
1: like he is the last of like ten to get
0: married. He's pr- pretty darn close, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's I think there's uh, there's one one, one, one one or two three men left. Well, but one of them's engaged. Yeah, and yeah, so. I think he was the only uh, never married uh, member of the crew that at uh, at our weekend o fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, but we we had a great time and we played the disc golf course. Right. Well, uh,
1: we got put in charge of setting up the bachelor party, so of course disc golf was going to be a part of the party. Like because all bachelor we're going, parties, we're going out of town, and I have more than one day. Uh, that I have permission to be away from my wife and child, I'm going to play disc
0: golf. I, let, let me, For those of you out there that are thinking about planning a bachelor party weekend for your best bud, let me tell you something. You want to save yourself a bunch of money and have a great time? Plan a disc golf trip. You know, Save yourself the Gentleman's Club Classic money and uh, just go play disc golf instead. Well, this is what you do.
1: So you go play disc golf, one, two you need to have at least two friends that work at or have worked at a brewery yeah. that can just bring tons of free beer. Yeah. So that's – I mean, you got to make sure that happens. That helps. And then three, uh, another one of those friends needs to work for a winery that can get you a discounted uh, cabin, basically, on a, on a winery estate. Exactly. And then the fourth part um, – I mean that's pretty much it. I yeah. guess there's not really
0: Oh uh, did you mention free brandy tasting?
1: Oh oh yeah. But also no the fourth part I remembered it now. Um you need to make sure that set house has a barbecue.
0: Yes. That helps.
1: And then you're set. Pretty much. And uh you spend very little money,
0: you have lots of beverages. So let, let's recap. Uh find place to stay that is inexpensive, that is near disc golf course and alcohol. Yeah. And has and, a and, and, and has free a barbecue. alcohol,
1: and free alcohol. Oh, and free disc golf. And then, um, well, obviously you're listening to this, so you you are probably this friend, which is Robin and I that have uh, excess discs. So I cool now thing. have an excess bag, right? So Robin got his uh, Ranger H2O, and he still had his grip bag. So we just filled the grip bag up with mid ranges and putters, mm-hmm. and a few like thieves, like some slower speed fairway drivers that were unstable, yep. and just pop that backpack on a friend's back and everyone used those discs. Mm-hmm. They attempted a few times to pull things out of our bags and we quickly slapped their hands away and said, no, you exactly. have a bag. You leave mine alone. Exactly. I think someone tried to, uh, our buddy Spencer actually pulled the gator out of my bag and was lining up to drive with it. And I was like, no, no. Oh, he did
0: that with my buzz too. Right. And I put three buzzes in the the auxiliary bag. So, yeah, should have been pretty, pretty easy choice. But he obviously liked the titanium buzz over the Z line. right? So.
1: But you know what? I think we are on the our way Z to line. getting a few more people hooked. Right. Because by the end, a handful of them were, were getting some good drives out there, which, I as we all know, is key to getting someone in. It's. By the end of the round, if they have at least like three good throws, or even just one really good throw, mm-hmm. they're they're going to be into it. Yeah. So uh, that was a success, and then uh, so we played in Ukiah mm-hmm. at so Low Gap
0: Park. Those of you that haven't listened to the podcast before, Joe and I are Northern California based, and uh, we're we're about an hour north of San Francisco in California, and we went up to Mendocino County, which is uh, you know couple hours north of, of where we are maybe an hour and a half and just beautiful rolling hills and and kind of california coastal mountain range and still vineyards because and still vineyards because it's you know northern california and we played a a course called low gap which is a a, a nice i'd say a nice little course yes um and i concur it, it fairly short holes for the most part very technical all over the place lots of elevation change um, the the tea pads needed to uh grow. Yes, a little the, bit. The the tea pads uh were not large. They were they were a problem for most of the day. Um also being hungover was a problem specifically for me.
1: Yeah, just for you. I I don't know how
0: you were more hungover than I was. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how I managed to do it, but it was a problem.
1: Well, you know what? Actually, I, I realize why you you want to hear the explanation. Yeah,
0: I, I think I know it, but go ahead. So
1: that Friday, so Friday we we uh, rolled out Friday night. Rob and I drove together Friday night uh, because I last minute was told that I had to work uh, that night. Rather, anyways, I know this could have been such a. Such we totally could have gotten another course in on Friday, but whatever. So we got up there and uh, had beverages. And then somehow, I continued to drink beverages with a couple of our buddies until almost 4 o'clock in the morning to then wake up at 7.30 to pull lives together to go and leave the house by like 8.30 to be at the course like 9, 9.15.
0: And I went to bed before midnight, I yeah,
1: think. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, this is what happened. I stayed up till 3.34, uh, but at no point did I stop drinking. Yes. So, simple math tells you... I, I was just still drunk.
0: You never had a chance to get hungover exactly. because Exactly it wasn't physically possible.
1: Yes. So uh no hangovers taking me down. And also I drank a Waldo as soon as we got to the course.
0: Yeah, brutal. Uh, I mean it was awesome. You know, a Waldo is what finally solved my my problems on around hole ten, I think. Maybe yeah. hole nine.
1: Yeah, totally. Something like that. Um
0: I was I was trying to do it right and and have a good day, but it was just not it was it was not working. But we had an awesome time with our friends and it it was a a good experience and we fully recommend disc golf based bachelor parties.
1: By the way, uh did you notice and I'm so jealous of this that Ukai High School is across the street from the disc golf course? I did see that, yeah.
0: Yeah i wish think about we skipping class go play disc golf i mean doesn't that sound great i don't know that i would skip class i was kind of a goody two shoes no you weren't no i
1: w- okay i wouldn't have skipped class i would have gotten a note from a teacher exactly. to leave campus yeah. for who knows yeah. what like i would have gotten permission but i would skip class you yes. would have
0: you would have joined leadership so Oh, that- i was already in leadership <laughs> and i would have been like
1: hey i need to go uh, get supplies for that dance in three weeks
0: listen this is what we would have done we would have been in leadership like we were in high school created a disc golf club which then had a particular meeting that had to happen in certain times at the course across the street and get excused from class
1: well we were also uh we both turned 18 like near middle of yes of, yeah. and with our high school you had to do a senior project. Definitely would have been disc golf based. Yep. Definitely would 100%. have like been like, I need to sign myself out to go work on my senior
0: project. You know what my, my senior project was? So our our school, our high school had a, a senior like thesis sort of thing. Like you yeah. had to spend your whole year doing some sort of project and it gave you credit. For, at this point, it now has to be
1: is. all community service based.
0: But, but I, I 100% designed and installed a landscape at my girlfriend's yard that was my senior project Good
1: for her family yeah uh my dad project, was stoked my senior project was way tighter <laughs> i recorded a, a cd with my band
0: yeah yeah that was way cool yeah that was
1: that was way tighter yeah it was uh it was tough times it's pretty sweet to be able to sign yourself out of school to go to a studio and record music with your friends now i'm tough certain
0: life. that it wasn't as nice a studio as the one we're sitting in currently
1: Honestly, it was not that much better. It was definitely in a dude's house, but he had, like, super good equipment. Oh, okay. So, like, the equipment part up. I guess the quality of the house up, but still.
0: But how many Scorpions were there?
1: Uh, like, band members? Uh, probably, like, one or two straight from whatever uh, European country the Scorpions are from. <laughs> I'm pretty positive they're from Europe. I want to say, like, a Scandinavian region. I'm going to stop talking about my scorpions knowledge because obviously i don't have very much so in summation can you, can you name a scorpion song heck no i bet you could i bet i'm gonna tell you one and you'd be like
0: oh that's scorpions uh, probably i bet i could. uh rock
1: you like a hurricane
0: oh of course yeah scorpions yeah boom for those of you that that don't know on on the podcast joe is the musical uh musical person and, and robin's pretty much everything and, else and i uh i know the songs that my kids sing so pretty much like Frozen and Moana. That's that's what I got in my wheelhouse right now.
1: You gotta get some trolls in your life. Oh, trolls too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, that, I definitely that, was, that for uh, sure. Watch a little bit of trolls before I came over here today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that there's a lot of songs going on right now. My my son's really into dinosaurs and animals, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's not a lot of songs. Wildcats, I uh I recommend it.
0: Got it. Got it. <laughs> my my kids kid's all about the the, the musical shows. Songs, things, you know. I don't know what it is. I just I just know he likes them.
1: Oh, I I know exactly what it is. Uh your wife.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's one hundred percent what it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Are you ready to talk peach day? Yes. All right.
1: Let's- Hey by the way, I just want to point this out because I know uh we got some feedback. We have pop filters now. We do. So uh, hopefully
0: you, this sounds a lot better than I would than say you're hate.
1: welcome to listeners, but I'm more so I'm saying you're welcome to Robin and I, because hopefully that means we'll get less hate mail.
0: We didn't get any hate mail. Oh, we ain't get Come any on. hate mail.
1: We got some uh, uh, some concerned mail. Got it. We got some. Hey, uh, have you thought about uh, doing this or
0: that? We did. We got some excellent. I call it feedback. Constructive criticism. Perhaps yes that's that's what i call it from from people that love the show and want to see us improve so thank you so i should also mention thank you thank you thank you to everyone that bought shirts that allowed us to purchase our new recording equipment which has improved the quality of the recording of our show so and
1: in turn our friendship
0: yes joe and i are now closer friends um we're closer friends
1: because we literally we indicative. don't we, no because we actually don't have to sit as close as we did before.
0: That's true. Actually, we pretty much had to like huddle around a mic like it was a like a like a trash can fire. Yeah, and we were a couple of hobos. Now we have two separate mics with these fancy little like uh, filters in front of them, and which and, is
1: perfect time because now summer's coming. And it's gonna be super hot, and we're gonna need our space. Exactly. I was actually thinking about today. In winter,
0: it was fine because we needed the heat from our from our. From our, you know, collective bodies to yeah. keep the podcast going. But now that summer has come, it's not as necessary to have such a close proximity as we huddle around. Well, it's not necessary, to... but it's also
1: not good to be so close have our mics so close together. So uh, I guess, you know, no more winters of, you know, shirtless in uh, a big blanket. You Sorry, know,
0: Robin. I mean, we still can. I, I'm not opposed. No, we can't. Like our mics shouldn't be that close. That's not good. All right. Fine. Sorry but I mean, no, all
1: right. I said, no, agree to disagree. I mean, when you agree to disagree, like that's just disagreeing, right? Like,
0: I I mean, we are agreeing that, that, uh, we disagree.
1: Right, but if we disagreed to disagree, we would be agreeing.
0: Well, that's just a very negative way to look at life.
1: I'm just saying you you just you disagree. Like to say we agree to disagree, it's like Well, no, I well, like Yeah, we
0: we already disagree. I like agreeing to things because it's a very positive way to look at life, so That's so, I'm but, a, I'm just but saying I'm, but I'm also, disagree
1: confirmed. But I'm also, that's what I'm going to say
0: now. I'm also letting you, the people know that you're wrong. So I, I'm just saying I that.
1: think I'm pretty much I was about to say I'm pretty much always right, but I guess I pretty much am always the wrong one uh, aside from my when I do things it's totally right, but when someone else does the things that I do, it's wrong.
0: okay I don't I didn't follow that at all like but, uh, it sounds good
1: like well there was a, we, there was a cool little side cartoon. basically it's like for me, I'm just gonna heiser over the trees mm-hmm. um, do don't do that, but I'm gonna do that. Like I'll tell you all day not to do that. It's a horrible idea. But I'm gonna line up and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw over the trees. So
0: you're like the the do what I say, not what I do. Oh, like, 100%. I, all right, got it. Yeah, Fair for enough. sure.
1: Cuz I can get over those trees. I know I can. I know I can do it.
0: I saw on Instagram, uh someone posted a picture of a hole that was a disc golf hole that was uh underneath an overpass. So the the tee was, uh, you know, basically on one side of a freeway overpass and the basket was through it on the other side, but it was a really short hole to the point where it would tempt you to throw over the top. And, uh, there were people that were, they were talking like literally like a five lane freeway, but the distance on this thing was like 225 feet. So, so even, you know, thumbers or other sorts of things like that. It was a, one of those ones where you're like, yeah, course designer maybe should have put a triple Mando on there, or uh, yeah, I I probably uh, I. I if mean, if it's a slow traffic day,
1: like for sure I'm going for to the top. If there's cars zooming by, like no, I'm not, I'm not screwing with that. God,
0: heck, no. I don't want to be that guy. I who mean, that's like a, you causes make, a wreck. You make a mistake over a freeway, that's you no know, more disc golf course. Right, gone. But it's like.
1: Yeah. The designer's a dumb, dumb.
0: No. No, that that needed to be a triple mando marked on, on the on the freeway so that you're forced to go under and no one tries to go over. But yeah. That but how was, do I how do I hyzer under? You can't. You you oh, would, I could heiser flip through. Uh, Joe, you can throw a two hundred and twenty five foot straight shot with your claymore. I've seen you do it I a, can do it a with million my, times. I could do it with my judge. You probably could, yeah. Actually I know you can't. Yeah. I've seen you do it. So I would throw I would throw straight at it.
1: Yes, I think I would regardless. I think it, it's tempting.
0: I mean, at that distance, I could see it. I could see a lot of players being tempted to, to you know, well, it's just pop a thumber over the. Kaisers
1: are just so much fun. They're just so much fun. That's like really more so. Like I trust it, but probably more so. I just it's just so much fun. I think this one would be more of a thumber, or like I don't have that, that sort of thing. So my shoulder hurts just thinking
0: about, Think about it. that yeah got it got it yeah well what are you going to do all right Konopi stay disc golf world tour event number 2 i believe yeah yeah number 2 so this is the uh UC Moresma uh you know baby the the disc golf world tour series and we have in the Czech Republic so big time uh, travel for a lot of these people and essentially the crowd that's there is Discmania, Innova, and then Ricky Weissaki. Yes. So you got Paul McBeth playing there. Ricky Weissaki is there, obviously. Simon Lazat, of course. KJ Naibo, of course. Nate Sexton is there. Eagle McMahon. And then you have the European touring players uh, Holly Store, Seppo, uh, Leo Pirinen, Passi Koivu. Uh, you know, these are your Timo Nisanen. Who... The, oh, I'm I'm
1: a bit horrible person. I will say that right now. I feel very bad. One of those is Prodigy.
0: Oh, you're right. I, I believe... Uh, who exactly. Is it, is it Seppo? That's, it's either Seppo or, or, or Posse.
1: Yep, that's exactly where I'm like, I'm not sure. But anyways, there's definitely a... a Prodigy in that mix. But aside from that, yeah, it's all Dismania Innova. And yeah, I'm sure well, there's more European Disc, players. Dismania, are...
0: Innova, and and European players is what I what I should have said. Yes. So But and... some
1: of European players are also Dismania Innova. Yeah,
0: and Seppo is definitely Prodigy. Okay,
1: that's who I thought. I so. just
0: didn't wanna say the wrong name and then be a jerk. So I from what I can see, and I should also note there have been there was voting that was done to determine the, the uh, lead cards, the, the feature cards that they're going to do. And so the feature card for the MPO division is going to be Simon Lazat, Eagle McMahon, Paul Macbeth and Ansepo, Seppo. So which is a little surprising. I mean, obviously for the Europeans, that's great for them, but you know you'd think that people wanted to see Sexton. And uh Simon Lazat being the 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 two thousand sixteen champion had an automatic uh bid on Well yeah, that, but he's also a European player. I think that probably would have gotten him a little a little juice too. Of course. I think he was on there no matter what. I think that's Well pretty, that, pretty I know. But
1: I'm just saying like if he wasn't he still would be.
0: And then uh it, on the uh, FPO side, you have Evelina Salonen, who is the uh, 2016 champion that got the mm-hmm. automatic bid. Uh, you have Kristen Tatar, yeah, and then Hannah Croak. Paul Macbeth's fiance was voted in as as one of the. Uh, can we
1: just start calling her Hannah Macbeth? Uh,
0: you know, I'll wait for now until until they they have their wedding. Can Chicken. I can I start calling her Hannah Macbeth? Of course, absolutely
1: done. Hey everyone, start calling her Hannah Macbeth. Don't listen to Robin. <laughs> this time, do as I say and do.
0: And then rounding out the, the FPO card is Vanessa Van Dyken. So.
1: All right. So, uh, you can call her Hannah Crook. I was just joking.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, until until she, maybe she's not going to take his name. How do you know? I don't know. My wife didn't take my name. So, you know, I, I until, until she calls herself Hannah Macbeth, I'm going to call her Hannah Crook. I'm in. That's, that's that's my deal. My wife actually did take my name, but I I would have been totally fine had she not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly don't care.
1: I mean, Ward's not that cool a name. Anyways. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's a like super white name. I mean, you are super white. I know I am, but it just still like.
1: I mean, my name's super white. Well, I guess mine's super white. I don't know. I don't. You don't hear my last name very often, but it seems pretty white. My mom kept her uh, maiden name though, yeah, which is Enriquez, mm-hmm. so uh, that's very Mexican. Yes, but I thought I would just share. <laughs> you're you're welcome, everyone.
0: So normally in in these cases, Joe, we do uh, our picks for a major tournament like this. We haven't what, done What it. were the
1: last picks that we did? Oh we did uh did we do pick I don't think we did picks we, for GBO. We didn't because we, we got in too we late. We
0: ended up uh we ended up doing the podcast after the, the GBO it started, started. Um, so I did.
1: feel like I probably won the one before that. What? I mean I probably
0: did. No, I'm pretty sure I, I won. No, one.
1: I think you won one, like, two back, and then I won, and then that's what happened. Whatever. And I think I'm, like, I'm I, no, uh, I, very I think, much. I
0: think I'm still the reigning pick winner. Uh,
1: I don't think so, but uh, I don't want to argue about it because I love you, so you can go ahead and you can pick first. Oh, I see how it is. But listen, y'all know <laughs> I I won. Joe, Joe
0: has been crushing me on the picks that's year. my point so, <laughs> so it's pr- probably it's back been to pretty brutal i i i'm willing to admit that but I, I think i think i i managed to get the the last one whatever it was that we actually did pick i think with. you got two
1: times ago but <laughs> <clears throat>
0: semantics <laughs> so we normally do this uh four three two one right or do you you just want to pick winners how do you want to do this this time i'm down to go four three two one
1: but i'm okay. going to tell you i'm going to be Totally honest, and uh, Mm -hmm. it does make me a bad person, and I will own it. I am not familiar enough with the women to really make educated guesses.
0: Why don't we just pick a winner with the ladies? Okay. How about we do that? I'm into that. That sounds good. All right, so in fourth place, I'm going to take Nate Sexton. Wow. Sorry, dramatic pause. I really stumped you there.
1: I love Nate. I do, obviously. I think my my Nate love uh, is no secret. It is known. But we're in Europe.
0: I I I'm taking KJ.
1: Okay.
0: As am I, but in third place.
1: Oh snap! Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, did I
0: stump you again? Or no,
1: you didn't. I'm okay. gonna go. I'm gonna go. Rick.
0: Rick in third. Really? Rick in third. Wow! Yeah, I just did that. Okay. Okay, I I'm going. Hmm, how do I? Want? Yeah, you got
1: yourself in like in in a rough spot right here.
0: No, I I I I think I, I there's there's two there's there's two options here that that I'm gonna go with. And I'm going to take Paul Macbeth in second place.
1: Okay. I'm into that. So I'm gonna take in second place. Also Paul Macbeth. Mm, all
0: right. And I'm going Simon Lazat. Oh, so in my so place. yours
1: Rick's not even in the
0: top four? Rick is not in my top four. Wow. Wow. Why? Uh a couple of different reasons. One, uh, Simon obviously won before. This is this is his turf. Uh Paul also played extremely well in. They in went to a playoffs, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and traveling out over to the Czech Republic to play disc golf on on courses that he's possibly not familiar with. Did he play Conepiche last year? I don't think so. So, I that I just I think that I'm I'm leaning a little towards the the European players that that know those courses and Nate Sexton who is very good at, at playing just about any course yeah. and, and playing it well and uh, that's just what I'm gonna do. That's I not, feel
1: like I could be totally wrong and I'm just going off crazy memory. I feel like Canapeche was maybe around Saint Patty's last year and I feel like that was maybe when Rick, been. yeah Rick played the yeah. Saint Patty's in uh Roseville.
0: Was it? Yeah, maybe.
1: Maybe. I just I don't know. For I, some I'm reason that's totally what sticks sure. in my in my mind. Um <clears throat> yeah I don't know it could be it could go all sorts of ways it,
0: it could go either either way um you know and obviously it's hard not putting putting Rick in there but there's been plenty of tournaments where both Paul and Rick have not without a doubt have not panned out in in those ones so in this particular one I I'm just leaning towards towards those guys I like it I like it I'm happy we got uh we got
1: KJ in there but also like posse and seppo are totally overlooked Mm -hmm. like posse bombs which i had no clue same with seppo like it could go all over the place um but they've had enough weeks off now that Mm -hmm. that the big boys at the top are going to continue in my mind just to be the big boys at the top i agree and the thing is too we didn't say anything about eagle nope nope Um, you're right you know, with some time off. And I feel like he probably had, not probably, he had some some sickness. He had some health things kind of here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's kind of back together. I'm excited. It should be really cool. Um, it's kind of a microcosm of the, the elite pros, which is yeah. kind of neat to kind of focus in on them. But the only thing I worry about is they have a big tournament next week yep so that's gonna be and we'll talk about that next week or we'll talk a little bit maybe in a minute but yeah um we got the master's cup coming we got the we got the master's cup which these which guys to me means destroy. so much more
0: yeah than kind Beach day unfortunately that that's just me personally but uh you know this tournament that's been running for decades over this disc golf world tour event that was created for you know for this tour right I, you know, I can see why a lot of players don't go there. And I'm actually a little surprised as to how many do. I mean, it makes sense. The Inva and the Discmania, if you're Discmania sponsored, you probably have to go to every Disc Golf World Tour event. What is but, the,
1: So here's the other thing. And granted, there's a time difference because it's on, you know, a different side of the uh, the world, basically. But this tournament goes through Sunday. Yeah. So the final day is on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I guess. I guess maybe the the reasoning, um, you know, you you get to a uh, usually you get to a town early so you can play the courses and figure it all out. Mm-hmm. Like these dudes, these dudes know de law. They like do. That's not. It's not. Well,
0: I mean, last year they had that that golf course. True. The final day was on the golf course that is adjacent.
1: And, and they. Pl- but I think you know you play that once. It's a big boomer.
0: Yeah, you you throw far and uh-huh. you and you make putts. And Rick made that massive putt to win. Totally,
1: but I'm just saying, like when you talk about de la de la, which is like the meat and potatoes. Um, these dudes, these dudes know de la. Yeah, because do. it's so historic. Because it's something that's been going forever. So I could, I could understand that part, kind of knowing like, I don't have to get there five days early to like figure out the course, like. You know, I know Liz. agree. I, you know, someone can just send me a message and be like, here are the pin locations for the tournament, and I'm good. Totally. Totally. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm like, I'm so jacked to I'm, see I'm Simon. I'm actually
0: way looking, w- looking way more forward to the Masters Cup Oh, 100%. And, and, and all of that. And it, it, it takes and
1: nothing th- away from kind of day, but De La is just the – At this point, because of courses I've played is kind of so limited, Mm -hmm. La has such an amazing special place in my heart that it's amazing. Yeah. I brought it up to my wife that that there's a big tournament in uh, Santa Cruz. And her reaction makes me think I I may be able to leverage my way down there for like a day trip.
0: That'd be cool. You should do it. I know. I won't be able to. I can guarantee you that. Let's just bring the kids. All of them? yeah
1: all right i mean maybe just yours (laughs) there's yours my 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 wife's probably cool with leaving
0: mine home
1: she's not (laughs) listening to this like i can guarantee she's not listening to this um
0: let's do that that'd be fun i'd have blast it'd be great
1: we're taking the kids to the beach
0: yeah (laughs) i'm making
1: air quotes you can't see it i'm looking at making air quotes with my fingers uh but we're real close to the beach. We're basically we're gonna go mm-hmm. along the coast. It's pretty much going to the beach.
0: So uh, unfortunately, unlike these other events, it seems with the Disc Golf World Tour that we won't have live coverage, but we will have the Disc Golf World Tour Instagram and Twitter, and then also they're supposedly Spin TV. going to do next day Spin TV coverage. So right,
1: and I saw on Instagram there is a uh, Spin TV. Nate Sexton in the bag coming up.
0: Yep. I'm excited for that. That sounds great. Yeah. I'm, I'm always interested to see what those different players are. All right, quick. We're about. making a bet right now. And you did not
1: even know. Oh, no. Um, I'm setting it at two over under. How many sexy birds does he carry in his bag? Two. No, two. I'm saying two. No, it's over. So you either go under or over. I'm setting the the over under at two. I just set it at two. No. I, I just did. I just said I'm setting the over under at two. I said exactly that. Fine.
0: That's a stupid number, though. Yes, it is. How about make nope. it one, make it 1.5? No, I sell it to. You can't set it at two because then he probably carries two, and it's a push bet. It doesn't make any sense. No, but
1: one point five. Like I feel like there's a better chance that he carries three than that he carries two. Well, but but nonetheless, fine. I'm all set it at two point five. All right, I'm taking the under. I hate you. <laughs> You're a jerk. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> I know it's my first one, but now I quit. I mean, maybe he carries three and you win. What are we betting?
0: I have no idea. We don't. Rem- we don't take. We we don't have a chart for the bets that we made on this podcast. We so. don't.
1: But this is next week, so it's a lot. E- well, probably next week, so it's a lot easier for us to chart this. I think we've had a few other bets that I have no. I don't have yeah. any recollection of what they were. So if you are listening,
0: quick and easy, and you are catching up on the podcast, please write it down and and send it to us somewhere and be like, yeah, hey, you guys, jo-
1: join our Slack and tell us
0: or something. You made a bet about this, um,
1: yeah. And listen, uh, if you make if you make it up and it's in Joe's favor,
0: Robin will never know. I will totally fact check everything. Bullshit. I'm super good at fact checking. Bullshit. Super good at it. It's
1: all right. Let's set an over under on Robin fact Checking. I, I guess you couldn't really say no. How, it's just like, how? it's like, do you, do
0: you fact check or not? How would you fact check?
1: I guess I would have the way that I could check your fact check is by me actually fact checking, which 100% won't happen. So I quit that one.
0: Yeah. I agreed. Agreed. All right. So
1: anyway, so you're saying he has two and I'm going to say he has three.
0: Okay. It's totally possible.
1: I think it is.
0: I think it is. Yeah. Agreed. It's a pretty sweet disc. It is we we love the 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 sexy birds.
1: Yeah. the new run though. Mm-hmm. I that's the only reason I like put the bet out there because mm-hmm. I think he liked his, he really liked his 15s. the yep. 16 I don't think he ever really even carried. I don't yeah, I, and maybe I like for so. a minute mm-hmm. and then the 17 is the dream. Yeah. Can we just say firebirds?
0: Yeah. That's well, a, I don't think he carries any firebirds that aren't sexy birds.
1: No, but I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if he had like 217s and a 15.
0: Okay. Maybe.
1: Right, because I bet like Yeah, I get, I can 15, totally see that. I th- I don't have a 15, but I I'm pretty positive the 15s are beefier than the 17s. Yeah, not sure. I I don't know. I'm going to stop talking now. I feel bad.
0: <laughs> any any closing thoughts on on Kona Peach Day?
1: It is 1 week before Masters.
0: Yeah, yeah, agree. <laughs> It's going to be fun to watch. No,
1: I'm excited to check it out. No, totally. Uh, Anytime people are competing that have great skill, it's super fun to watch. Yeah,
0: totally. And we'll get... uh, I've always been a fan of the Disc Golf World Tour Instagram. You know, they, they put up videos of that lead card instantly. You can see it right away. So that's always been a lot of fun to watch. So it's... It's always great and then the spin tv coverage is there's nothing to complain about you know it's excellent i'm sure we'll get some some avery and some jamie thomas something along those lines and 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 you know well produced coverage so very much looking forward to that
1: i concur who do you think is gonna who do you think's gonna um talk with him uh who do you think will commentate with jamie thomas Avery. That's- Will it for sure be Avery?
0: Avery, and then I, I hope we get some Simon and, uh, and maybe some Paul in there, and some Sexton. Hopefully, we hopefully we get all those. I hope that if there's those multiple rounds that we get Simon Lazotte in there for for some of them. I hope we get Nate Sexton, and I hope we get it's a little bit. I just want to mic them
1: all up and just have them all talk of each other in I, a room. No, I'd be down. No,
0: no, I'd like it individually. That's fine. Do no do how I said. All right, I think we pretty well covered the Conopeach Peach Day Open, and it's time for our world-famous disc and beer pairing, our deer review, where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both, and let you know whether you should bring it on the course. Tonight, we have the Leopard 3 by Innova Champion Discs, along with Leo Ursus Imperial IPA by Firestone Walker, which is at of Paso Robles, California, and 8.2% Imperial IPA. So this one's powerful. So you
1: should take that on the course. All right, so let's talk about. <laughs>
0: and I, <laughs> There's a disc that we're going to talk about also. And then we'll also talk about the Leopard, which is a speed 7, a glide of 5, a turn of minus 2, and a fade of 1. What do you want to start, Joe? Disc or beer? Let's start disc. All right. Start us off.
1: Uh, once again, we're continuing in our campaign hashtag flight numbers matter.
0: They matter a lot.
1: They do. Um, so those numbers where I'm just said, yes, yep. Those are the,
0: I, I pretty much agree. Um, I, you know, I, I'd say if I had to argue anything, I'd say maybe the turn is minus 1.5. I don't know, but it's pretty turny.
1: Well, true. So on infinite. Uh, on infinite, it it says it's a minus two.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So sorry, I was looking at infinite numbers. So infinite numbers. That's are, what
0: I was looking at too. Oh, so you're saying it's it's more I, stable it's, than I I think that it's not a minus two. Not okay. Not yeah, by yeah, much. yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I understand that. Okay. Sorry, I was I was going backwards. I think I was just looking at uh, Fidim, uh numbers. Gotcha. F-FD, FD, FD, FD numbers. numbers. Fidim. Um Got it. I see. Yeah. So, yeah, I think 1.5. That makes sense. Uh, Mm -hmm. Granted, we have a brand new, fresh, max weight star Leopard 3, which might be the reason it's a a 1.5 rather than a 2. But, yeah, I I think um, it's pretty spot on. If you have listened to this podcast before, you uh, most likely know that Robin fancies himself an FD. I do. So, I it wasn't long actually. I think when we chose the disc, we we already were comparing it to an
0: FD. We brought a so we Joe and I did our field tests with this. We brought out uh, FDs, we brought out uh, River, we brought out uh, Thieves, T Birds, uh, T Birds. We brought out um, uh, an MVP or sorry, an Axiom Crave. So a bunch of different kind of speed six seven. uh Fairway drivers that are on the understable side, right? To to test this one out, pretty pretty good, pretty good mix of them. Um, I am extremely familiar with FDs, and uh, have recently been toying around with the Crave, which I highly recommend so far. I mean, if
1: you don't have FDs,
0: if you don't if you don't have FDs, and you're looking for something, or even if you do and and you're looking for a a complement, I would say the the Crave is we'll we'll cover that in an upcoming review. We
1: will, we will, we will. Um but we we have talked about the FD before so we're not spoiling anything kind of talking about it. I uh, I think very similar to the FD and mm-hmm. that's kind of how we thought about it. The numbers are really very similar. Um I think the rim is actually just a little bit smaller
0: on the Leopard 3 than the FD. So Infinite has them the uh the rim width for the FD is at one point eight centimeters, and for the leopard you have one point six. So you're you're dead on on there. Right.
1: So it's not. I mean, it's noticeable. I mean, I I was able to spot that just putting it in my hand. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. it We didn't look at infinite before I made that conclusion. No. Um. Which for me is not my favorite way to go. Got it. Uh, I'm a, Joe likes wider rims. I'm a wide rim guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but i mean it still feels good it's a good feeling disc uh obviously we like star plastic mm-hmm. uh, it's it it feels good it throws well it sits basically right to those numbers right
0: mm-hmm which, so the let me let me run FD numbers over you real quick. So the reason that and it'll I'll get into this. Yeah, totally. And but I
1: think and I think it aligns exactly what we were talking about. Pretty close. Just about. Yeah.
0: It it'll explain perfectly the the differences between them. But the FD is listed as a speed seven, a glide of six, a turn of minus one, and a fade of one, compared to the leopard, which is seven five minus two and one, and um think that those are extremely accurate for those right right i definitely think fd has
1: more glide for sure yep for sure i do feel like and maybe it's because i was throwing your glow fd more than any of your other fds i did feel like the fd had a little bit more fade than Mm -hmm. the leopard three
0: yeah well i think mostly just that the minus two on the leopard three is i don't think that's really
1: Right, no, totally. It wasn't. I wasn't rolling it. It wasn't going like. Yeah. I think maybe a thief is a minus two, exactly. And yeah. uh, if that is the standard for a minus two, the leopard three is not at that standard because yeah. that, that say... thing was going into the ground uh, regardless of how hyzer I released. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think I think leopard's more like a minus one point five, that sort of thing. But yeah, ultimately, the leopard three is a really really dependable straight fairway driver yes Uh, you can you can give it a a kind of partial speed rip and get it to just go out and glide and not fade a ton you can throw it really hard and get it to turn you can hyzer flip it it's a very versatile understable fairway driver and it i really enjoyed it it it's a great disc if i wasn't such a fd addict i I would absolutely be all over the leopard. But I think that for me, the leopard has more glide. All right. Sorry. The FD glides further and is just slightly more stable to the point where it gives you a little more versatility in your slot shot selection.
1: Right. So it's, I mean, it's basically like, however, not a huge amount. It's a, it's a shorter FD. Yeah. I, I I think that glide really, um, yeah, it's, the, it's, the place it's a... that you see the glide really matter, and I, and we've talked about this a few times, talking about glide, is is like in the fairway world. The fairway world is where you really, really get that glide. Mm-hmm. I think mids, it's tough to see big glide just because of the flight pattern of a mid range putters, even more so. Like,
0: hmm. I feel like both mid ranges and putters rely on glide.
1: They do, but I'm talking when you're getting to like the six glide stuff oh, yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. seeing that yeah it's no. not in the air long enough Agreed. for you to understand a six glide uh-huh. yeah glide's a huge part of those discs but i'm talking about if you're trying to say like a five plus glide on a disc mm-hmm. um the majority of the place where you can actually see it and understand it and feel it is in the fairway driver gotcha world. yeah okay yeah. we're on that same page yeah so we did also pull out uh something we didn't talk about that we threw with this disc uh a disc that we i think just remember so fondly and, and like we're in love with for a minute, we pulled out the daredevil Timberwolf, mm-hmm, which um, is faster, which is faster. Um, and then realized that that's also a lot like an FD <laughs> it,
0: the well, a uh, faster, a yeah, faster totally. version. Yeah. Which is part of why we, we, and we love know, the glide it on it so much
1: and the, and the glide is very comparable with, mm-hmm. with, with an FD, um, Listen, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm just going. I'm getting to it right now. I didn't want to. Um, I may have given the FD not a fair shake <laughs> when we reviewed it earlier. Um, I'm going to edit this out, so you'll probably never hear this.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but I had some good pulls with FDs today.
0: Joe was crushing FDs today. I still don't own one. I don't know that I will. He's going
1: to. It's uh, only a matter of time. But I had some I had some some so throwing very similar to the same way I threw the, the Leopard Three, very similar to the way I threw even the Timberwolf. Um and I was getting much better distance with with the F D. Granted it was your glow F D, it was a very like mm-hmm. as far it's a as fairly as, far stable as, one. Yeah, as far as far as uh FDs go, is a a very stable F D. Yeah.
0: Um it, it flew all right. It, so I I think what what I saw you do today that you hadn't done before was that you see how I throw FDs and you see me Heiser flip them or throw a straight shot, you know, right up the gut. And and you were like, well, I don't do that as much as Robin does. And but today you threw some pure Heiser flips. Yeah. Like that, which is more in your in your type of game and had it hold and not turn over on you. And I think that was the difference.
1: It was, it was, especially with that, like the glow one yeah, for sure. The other ones went a little too far right
0: before they hooked up. For I feel my, so bad. We should be talking about the leopard three. I but. know, but uh, <laughs>
1: listen, we had a breakthrough today. Okay. So um, it will all come full circle. And I mean, I think ultimately it goes without saying, uh, although I'll say it anyways, that's the Leopard 3 is up against the FD, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, when we talk about going in the bag, uh huh, like, there's not another disc in your bag. I mean, I don't have a disc like that, period, in my bag, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I guess it's like up against a T Bird for me, mm-hmm. um, that so it makes sense to have this conversation just because you're so into it, yeah. I'm <laughs> and and two, that's really like that's the Leopard 3 slot that we were talking about agreed
0: and and you know the the leopard the leopard and leopard three so there's the the original leopard and then the leopard three which is a more flat topped version of the leopard so slightly more stable version of it and you know the the leopard three is an excellent fairway driver and i would fully recommend it especially with the 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 narrower rim that's great for, for newer players and things like that. Um, and it still gives you that same thing where you can power down with it and get a really nice straight shot.
1: And we've seen, like, Shay, I hope you're listening. Our buddy Shay, who is also a listener. Crushes Leopard 3s. Rushes Leopard 3s. But now in my mind, I'm thinking, does he have an FD?
0: It, yeah. I don't know. But. but I've
1: I've definitely seen him put leopard threes out beautifully. Um, I mean, granted that's probably just cause his form is better than ours and yeah, he throws so. it correctly, but uh, they, they go far. They're cool. They're yep. a good disc.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the, the glide is real. Uh, the, the, if you have good form and you throw it right, this is the kind of disc that you can learn how to throw distance drivers with. And A leopard three. You you don't
1: you don't just buy like fourteen speed discs and just figure it out. No,
0: no, absolutely not. No, but yeah, that's a horrible way to go about it. The leopard can handle a lot of power when your form is right, and so it's one of those discs that that you can use to develop your your throw and your own form, and use it as an indicator. If you're throwing a leopard three and it's just turning and burning out of your hand, you're probably not doing something right. So, well, it's it's an
1: unreliable disc, Robin.
0: No, no, it's it's unreliable form. Joe, it is. I know that was making a point. <laughs> we listen,
1: listen. If it's your first time listening, that's a that's a big joke. That's a overarching piece of our our podcast. That it it is you, not the disc.
0: Yeah, and it's just something we we do a disc review every week. So we are out every week throwing different discs in the field and throwing them together and the one thing that we notice again and again is that we we always bring out try to pick out similar speeds and turns uh you know turn kind of using those flight numbers to get a stack of discs that are similar and you'll notice matter that no matter what you do those discs are doing the same thing each day so Maybe you're out there and you're just sawing off a bunch of shots, and everything you're throwing, even though it's understable, maybe hyzering out every single time, or maybe one day you're rolling your wrist over or something like that, but they're all those discs do the same thing. you see the same kind of clusters of landings where your discs land it It's remarkable, so
1: it is, and that's why and that's why field work is so huge and and we're lucky enough that um. We have a driving force behind our field work, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, at least once a week. Um, And I don't think we're lucky in the sense we're just suckers and we buy way too much plastic. Mm -hmm. So we always I I don't know that there's a disc on the the market that we don't have three other very similar discs laying around the shedio or our houses that we can compare to, uh, which definitely is not the norm. Yeah, (laughs) definitely not the norm. We understand that uh you don't want that to be the norm but you kind of do but you kind of don't but you probably do you can never have too many discs right uh but the thing is you do it enough and you know and the cool thing is that you know i have a partner we each have a partner so we know like right off the bat when something does something Mm -hmm. it's very easy to be like oh you did that. You definitely Anheuser. You definitely that, rolled I mean your like, wrist.
0: Oh, you you Anheuser that you know that that turned and burned, or or you you know something about whatever you're throwing. We're standing right there watching each other do it, right? And and,
1: and but the the thing is, you're so self aware. Like I'm so self aware now, which is amazing. And I talk about it, I talk about it all the time. I'm so happy that we do this because I recognize it more than I ever did. And that's you know to make it the full circle, it is you, not the disc. It is you, one hundred percent, not the disc. An unreliable disc does not exist, unless maybe it's an Roby Epic that you bent in a different way. Because you're supposed to do that. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, you're supposed apparently. to bend it to do like different things, or whatever. So maybe you bent it at the wrong angle or whatever. Thunderblade. Maybe that is the disc. I could see Thunderblade being unreliable, but any other disc, it is totally you and and not the disc. I, Let's talk about the beer. Sorry, beer that was time. a. Yeah, we went. I, we I went agree. off. I mean, on that disc.
0: I, I think we've pretty well covered the leopard three. Um, excellent disc for any skill level. I think would be the the kind of closing thought on the on the leopard three. If you are a pro or advanced player, you can power that thing down and get perfectly straight flight or a right hand or a right finish, or you know a a turnover finish. Uh, if you're a new player, it's a great disc to learn how to throw distance drivers. Right so
1: perfect all right let, i'm gonna bring you to the beer so it's leo uh V ursus uh it is a 8.2 percent imperial it's an it unfiltered so that means it's live yeast it means it be kind of cloudy uh imperial ipa oh and it's in a tall can uh so robin why don't you talk about it i think if anyone has listened to this and they know me uh they know my verdict already.
0: Yeah. Uh Joe is is uh you know it's the pleats, let's put it that way. That's how Joe feels about this beer. But this is an imperial IPA. Wait, it's the what? It's the pleats, as in your pants, Anchorman. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. I'm yeah. Sorry. Oh, I feel like so the, bad there, that I didn't catch it right there away. There could be some swelling no, okay. that that perhaps <laughs> you know you would tell. It's people. the pleats of the pants. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs>
1: But I did over a thousand.
0: So Firestone Walker, uh, great brewery out of Paso, Paso Robles. Um, Leo, Leo V Ursus. So you got lion versus bear that is on this can. It's this beautiful 16 ounce tall can that is gray colored. Uh, and inside it is a 8.2% Imperial IPA, which is very, very good.
1: And it's also 8.2 and an Imperial IPA.
0: It's smooth. Um, it not
1: it, super hoppy
0: no not not really not I, super I don't get malty ton of no definitely not it is kind of fruity it is smooth um not a ton of malt flavor to it it definitely doesn't taste like it's 8.2 percent um and kind of a, a like a it it is a golden color and also kind of tastes like that yes you know you yes get, you, you feel like you get that light-hearted flavor to it um really excellent Overall, I, I'm i I'm extremely impressed by it. I, I can't believe that this is a, a brewery that's not that far from us overall. And we tasted plenty of the other beers, you know, Union Jack and, right, and, right. and stuff like that. But this is one that I feel like should have been in our regular rotation.
1: You know, what, though, but I don't think we see it a lot. And maybe it's in a better um, distribution now. I hope to see it more. And I think that's and I think that's a part of kind of the can moving. And I think that's why we, why we like cans so much too. Yeah. I think that makes the ability to transport and and get out there yeah. and distribute easier, stacks easier, doesn't break as easy. So hopefully it'll get around more. Um, so we talked about that bachelor party, and I think we like alluded to it and then stepped totally away from it. Mm-hmm. We stopped on the way back in Santa Rosa, so. Basically, the middle point between where we live and where the bachelor party is, there's a place called Bottle Barn, mm-hmm. and it is uh, just a booze emporium.
0: Yeah, and we just scoured it for whatever. You know, we're walking down the aisles. Being, I think I know
1: a disc that sounds like this. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yep. Exactly. So, the the whole time, that's what we did. So, we, we got a nice little box of, of, uh, of beer to, to carry us through the next five or six uh, deer reviews. Which we're and then about. just at our homes for... Yeah. I guess
1: maybe just me. I bought a whole bunch of stuff for home.
0: You did. You did. I spent
1: a lot of money at bottle Barn. I spent a lot of money at bottle Barn.
0: <laughs> and we have another one that's in my refrigerator that luckily I didn't drink. I know. We will be reviewing in the upcoming future a beer that is 17% alcohol. Yep. Uh,
1: so. I bu- I, I, uh, I I'm was, not sure how it's still beer. I was rolling to the front with my four pack that like came in four packs. And then I noticed that all the other six-packs had a price label on just one bottle, and then the four-pack had a price label on each bottle, and realized that each bottle was almost $10. Yeah. And promptly put two bottles back.
0: Yes. Uh, yep.
1: But anyway, so we'll get to that, and we got other cool beers, um, and I also got some just good beers for home that we mm. might review at some point, because they're really good, and, yeah. and, and uh but basically, we realized that Bottle Barn needs to now be our best friend. We've I've, I've gone there before, but um, neglected to go since we started this podcast for some strange reason. I know. Right? Crazy. So we, we have good ammo for beers that aren't only uh, Lagunitas and uh, Bear Republic. So, yeah. Hope- and,
0: and we'll say it one more time. We say it every episode. But if if you have the ability to send us beer from your local area, please do it. We craft beer is such a localized market in terms of all these different areas that have great breweries, and we have so much trouble getting things from all these different areas. But there's still so many great beers out there. So, uh, if you want to send us beer, we'll make you disc golf podcast famous. Yeah, so.
1: um, and we'll drink it. We will. It'll be great. But 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 like also, if never mind, you can send us white IPAs.
0: Yes, you send us whatever your favorite beer is, even though Joe won't like it, I might, but I might
1: I might love it you know what i i have a I have a new favorite beer, and I don't know that'll we'll ever i'm I'll say it right now. I am digging a beer right now that I believe is under five percent. great, that's awesome uh Anderson Valley summer solstice yeah
0: i I know you were you were you were it's talking so about the other day.
1: it's like cream soda beer, yeah, it's good, all right, so anyways, beer is really good. And it's eight point two. Yeah, and this, it's an IPA, so, and it's in a sixteen ounce can.
0: So this Leo Ersis I'd say the biggest thing to me, it's it's very smooth. Um, it's kind of tropical fruity yeah, type, yeah, yeah, type yeah. thing. Um, not boozy at all. No, not not at all. And it it's when you're looking to those imperial IPAs, a lot of times the the bad characteristics of an imperial IP, IPA to me are overly boozy characteristics or like a heavy malt things like that this has none of that it's light it is fruity and and it's got that tropical flavor to it um it it's clear and clean and, and it's not
1: really dry or anything it's just a nice no. yep it's that's a, what you want you don't yeah. No. it it is good
0: when you're dealing with that heavy alcohol you don't want all that extra kind of kind of punch in the face so uh, this is i think a, a home run for yeah
1: I, we're we're on a good like beer roll. Yeah, I agree. I I just want to drink them all mm-hmm. all the time. Are you ready to to do the verdict? Yes.
0: Um. So, start b- us off.
1: B- both in the be- like beers good. Yeah, beers good. Slam dunk. Done. Beer it's
0: sixteen Done. ounce tall cans. Yeah, bring it on the course. If you can find it, Firestone Walker, Leo Ursus, get it now. Buy the four pack. And it, yeah,
1: it comes in four packs. Like you know, three for you. You can hand one to a friend because you really like them. Yeah. Um, or like save one, you know, for after the round. Yeah, or two. I mean, one for mm-hmm. me. I'm, I mean, I'll 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 go through seven. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't want to, but probably. This is probably the most transparent uh, disc golf uh podcast review we've done so far in terms of like, we love the beer and now the leopard three,
1: uh, leopard three, um. I don't carry an FD, mm-hmm. but I would carry one over this.
0: Yeah, I carry three FDs. By three, he means
1: seven. I I have. I mean, Robin. If Robin had a, if Robin's H two O bag uh, mimicked like uh, Steve Rico's mega bag, and he could fit like thirty discs, in I would it,
0: totally carry more FDs. If oh I yeah,
1: carried. that's on. That's exactly. You would carry your entire catalog except for you dyed, like, a beautiful uh, Zelda FD with, like, cool greens and stuff, mm-hmm. which is just a camouflage disc. Yeah, pretty much. Which, like, unfortunately, you have a wall hanger instead of a thrower now.
0: I know. I know. I'm And I'm really bummed about that because I... It, it, I am, too,
1: because I really wish you had, like, an extra glow FD. But, no, uh-huh. I don't because I don't want to throw an FD. Yes, you do. But if I did, I would throw an FD, not a Leopard 3.
0: Yeah. Uh. So, as... As is normal in this category when you're dealing with fairway drivers, I've been no uh I've been uh I've not been shy at all about this. The FD, in my opinion, is the best fairway driver that has ever been made. And
1: it's do you do you wanna wait, let's back that up. <clears throat> best fairway driver or best disc? Uh best fairway driver. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot AVR
0: exists. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot putters are a thing. Sorry, sorry. Um so it, it's really difficult for me. The Leopard 3, I I do like it. Um it reminds me of some of the the more I carry some lighter weight S-line FTs and it it's kind of in that that vein, but at the same time, I still see noticeably better glide out of the FTs. So <clears throat> to be honest, if I was recommending fairway drivers, I would say, you know, the Leopard 3 is is a great disc. I think that anyone that throws it could could do get more out of an FT. Right. Right. But as you ramp up, you know, um but the Leopard 3 for me is is um a stepping stone. So if you have good form and good power, I say move up to an FD, but as you're beginning and and throwing out a leopard three, I think is a better option. Well,
1: so, but that's kind of like our world too, right? So the thing we always, once again, back in the, uh, do as I say, not as I do, right. We recommend Mm -hmm. you start with putters and kind of, uh, less stable mid ranges and, and work your way up. Right. So you get to the point where you have a comet and you're bombing it on straight nice lines or maybe you know now you're throwing this comet and it's turning over and or a mako or or a mako three or a well i don't know a mako Mako because but anyways you get there and then you move up and that's like the beautiful next step is you go to like a a leopard three and then you throw that until uh you're kind of maxed out and maybe Mm -hmm. you're turning a little too much um or you're throwing on beautiful lines and, and you're getting beautiful max distance. And you're like, man, I just need like 15, 20 more feet. And then you move to like the FD. Like it's a beautiful yeah. stepping stone. Like I agree. it's the world. And I don't know that you go straight from, you know, a Mako 3. Well, I guess you'd go Mako 3 to like a Rock or a Buzz and then to that. Anyways, yeah. it is a stepping stone. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely stepping stone. It, the disc feels good. It comes in great plastics. We we love our end yep. plastics. Um. But both of us are far past that stone. Mm-hmm. We've we've already stepped over that. I mean, I'm kind of going back in time and stepping backwards, and I don't think I'll ever step that far backwards. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm I'm not going to put it in my bag. I think it's cool. Um, if someone handed me one, like if we had like a random round and someone like gave me one, I wouldn't be dumbfounded. I'd be stoked to throw oh, it. You'd... I'd go, I would go, oh, okay, I know what this does. I feel good yep. about it. I'm not going to turn it and burn it. Um, I'm not going to hyzer out. Like I know what it does. I feel yep. good about it. And I think in the same world, and we talk about this a lot, you know, if Robin went to Toledo and had an, you know, a day open to play disc golf and didn't have his discs, and there was a cool little shop, and there were no FDs, and there was a, a leopard three that he could scoop up. Absolutely, he would do it in a heartbeat, yep. and he'd be like, "Yeah, like I got this. Like I, the, I feel, I feel at home. Like I feel good about it." Yep, totally. but that's kind of that's kind of the situation I would take to get it, yep. get it in the bag.
0: Mm-hmm. I so, agree.
1: so beer, yes,
0: disc, we we think that the FD is superior.
1: Yeah. All right. So now we got the verdict.
0: Now, I I should say. And I'll, I already alluded to it. We will review The Crave. Oh, yeah. Don't future. get there yet. I knew you are going to get I was. I almost went there now, and that's, I didn't. That's going to be the showdown. That's going to be the showdown. Right.
1: Okay. I'm. Never, we're not going there. That will be the showdown. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Uh, hey, you know what? This is what I want. Send us your recommendations of the beer to go with The Crave.
0: That sounds good. Yeah, actually.
1: Let us know that. The, the, it's not a contest. Not, I just want to know because we're definitely going to review it. Um, I just don't know what beer. Granted, it's not that tough to find a beer purely because it's called a Crave, and mm-hmm. and we both you know, crave beer probably than most yeah, I mean, people we could, in general. We'd pair it with so, any beer we so like. We could, we could, yeah, there's lots of beers that we really like that we haven't. Maybe there's lots of beers that we've I think we're, we've are we done pretty good about picking the beers that we really like and, and said something about them. But um, if there's something that just jumps out at you as this goes with the crave, let us know. Uh, I'll just throw it out there as I stall to figure out what to call this rating. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Joe. Are you ready? Yes. What are you going to call this?
1: I'm going to call this. Joe might buy an FD. <laughs> That's the rating. I don't want to. I don't want to like an FD. Um, I'll
0: help you find a good but one. But
1: it like it flew really good today. That glow one. That glow one just like.
0: So, uh, for let, let me. I'm
1: gonna take a step back. I'm gonna. I just want to uh, quell rumors and make you all feel better. Like. If I carry an FD and I dig an FD, there is not a point where uh, the FD becomes, for me, what the FD is for Robin. Like, I'm still going trespasses Mm -hmm. and sheriffs and worlds because those are max distance for me. Like, I can throw them. No, not right (laughs) now. Because, listen, the best pulls I had with that FD were hitting... In yeah, probably same probably twenty five feet short
0: of, of what you would normally. It, throw. Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying.
1: Like they weren't you know, but at the same time, if I'm throwing three seventy with an F D, like, that is a nice world. I'm not upset about that world. But when mm. I know I can get three ninety yep. or three yep. or or cl- but, up to that four hundred with a with you, a tr- you saw trespass you
0: saw trespass lines at twenty feet shorter.
1: I did, which is a great a cool world to live in because um I definitely have I can oh, nah, damn it. So I'm already thinking about holes where I blow past with a, with a trespass uh-huh. and then I go short. God oh, damn it.
0: All right. I don't want to tell you about it anymore. I'm upset. The church of the FD is a welcoming and wonderful place. We don't judge. We certainly don't make you feel bad about the things that you've done in your past.
1: Yes, you will. Yes, you will. The church won't, but you, sir, will. <laughs> you 100% will. Hey, if you can recommend me something else,
0: <laughs>
1: please just hit me up. Just let me know.
0: It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's going to be okay.
1: We're going to make a deal where I'm just like, I'm just going to put a trespass in your bag that you don't touch or look at. But like as long as you <laughs> I carry I like the it, trespass. I know you do.
0: I know you do. I actively voted with you for the to disc make of it the year. Our yeah. disc of the year. So I I'm, I, very much enjoyed The Trespass. But, yeah, you know, I'm just my heart is warmed that, that you're finally joining the church, the FD. All
1: right. So that's our rating. 50 percent, half and half. Joe might buy an FD. <laughs> but I think that we're going to be honest. Robin will at some point just supply me with one and I'll have no that's choice. That's probably true. That's probably like exactly what's going to happen. Robin's gonna be like, look, I didn't want to do it, but I bought you this really nice one. That's exactly what you need. And I'll be like, okay, damn it. And the bag it goes. Yep. Yep.
0: All right. I think that's it. That's our deer review.
1: We- Speaking of deer review, something we uh, didn't put on our docket. And as Robin loves, I uh, go off script a lot. Something that Rob and I have gotten really, I don't know, like, really into. I don't know if that's a way to say it, but something that we uh, piqued our interest and uh, we moved forward with, we both have customized stamps Oh, you're for right. our discs now, I right? I totally
0: forgot about this.
1: Um, yeah, totally. I did not I did too, but Man. the deer, so yeah. um, I kind of took the deer review jam and just made that my stamp. Mm-hmm. So I've got a cool stamp that's got a, a deer... Like with antlers like outline it says disc plus beer and at the bottom it has throw stuff at stuff It's got our cool lo- like uh, chains and lines from our mm-hmm. logo. Uh, and and
0: Joe's talking like literally a rubber stamp. It's a rubber stamp so, and
1: we have like stays on like stamp stamp ink that has uh what does it have in it? Not turpentine but I think it's got acetone. It has it like it. acetone, so it yeah. it it sinks it, it's it, it gets in the so, the plastic and so dyes I, it.
0: Acetone is is has like a you know essentially like a high alcohol percentage, so it evaporates quickly. So in, whenever an ink has a lot of acetone in it, it dries faster. So and that's what makes it work better on plastic. Right, and if
1: you've ever uh, tried to take Sharpie off of a disc, you're an asshole because you're trying to steal something. I'm just joking. Uh, it doesn't come out. No, it doesn't. Once no. Sharpie is in a disc, it is there, yep. basically forever. And that's what these stamps do. So I think one of our Slack members was showing off like stamps, and you can make your own custom, basically, like logo. Yeah.
0: And just stamp your disc rather than like trying to dry it out or. Like literally a rubber stamp to put your name on your disc. And uh, Joe and I both did it where we went to, I I believe the company was was RubberStampChamp.com. Yep. Uh, and they will take any logo that you have and and upload it and put it on there and send you a rubber stamp and then there's they have a particular type of of uh ink pad that is good for plastics it's called stays on and and that's what we we used for it so um it's just Kind of just fun, you know. You one hundred percent. It's just your, it's
1: neat. It's fun. It's like a cool little like and, hey.
0: And I should mention this is by no means an advertisement. This was, uh, you know, we have no affiliation. No, with we we paid money
1: actually. As we were saying this, I'm like, damn it, I should have reached out to them before you said anything. Maybe, yeah, maybe we could have um, gotten a sponsorship.
0: It was it was me. Merely uh, someone asking us to explain how we did it. And basically I designed a couple of uh, Joe actually z- designed his. I just refined it. Yes. Um, and, and then I designed my own um, and, and sent them in and had the stamps made to put on the underside of my disc. So just kind of a custom sort of stamp to put on there so that, you know, you put your name and number on the rim or whatever, and you also got a stamp on there. It's one more thing. That's just like, you know that's my disc. You know totally.
1: Well, because i'll I'll be I'll be one hundred percent honest. Um, I'm really bad at putting my name and number in discs, like really bad. So this makes it like way quicker, and it's fun. Like now, I want to stamp discs, and that way too. It's it's kind of more fun that way to like I for me because we I have a website associated. Like I'm. Hoping slash like I don't ever want to lose something, but I'm like excited for the thought of getting an email that's like, "Hey, I found this disc and the website was on it." Yeah, <laughs> what's up? Yeah, totally. But but it's it's just a neat thing that you can do. It's fun. It's easy. Um, it's pretty cheap. So I'll tell you right now, uh, round stamps are crazy expensive versus square stamps. Yeah, and if your logo is round, they cut the rubber. In a circle. Yep. So it's still a you circle. Can still stamp, do a square. Just on a square.
0: Yep. Yep. Stamper. I don't know what to call it. Exactly. So uh, get a square stamp, even if you have a round logo. Yes. And uh, it, they can do it with just about any image. So um it, I, it totally, totally worth it. I mean, if you want to put together something for to personalize your discs, do it. It's, it's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Uh, We'll probably pop some pictures up here and there on on the Instagrams and whatnot so you can see what our stamps look like uh, actually on our discs, but it's a neat thing. I just thought I'd bring it up. The the disc plus beer deer is kind of the jam of my stamp, so I thought it was a good time to relay that
0: to y'all. I feel terrible that I I spaced on that. Oh, no worries. But yeah. All right. So I think that brings us to a close on episode 62 of the Disc Golf Podcast. Thank you so much, Joe. Why don't you tell them where to find us on social media?
1: So, uh, you can go to our website, throw dot Uh, or if for some reason that goes over your head, you can go to the disc which will just forward you right there. You can find us on Instagram at the disc golf podcast. We're on Twitter at the disc pod. We are, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash disc golf podcast, Obviously, you're listening to us, so you can find us on pretty much any uh, format to listen to podcasts, but if for some reason you introduce to a friend they can't find us, if we're not on some random uh, podcast aggregator, send us a message. I will take care of it. I will get us wherever we need to be. I want everyone to be able to listen to us. Uh, We have fun. We want you to have fun with us. We have a, a phone line that we are running dry on Aces. I mean, I've run dry my entire career, but if you have an ace or a cool story or just want to chat with us, you can call us at 707-939-5476, which is our Raptor range. Leave us a message, chat us up, ask a question, whatever. We're good to go. Uh, we also have our awesome Slack group, which I'll turn it over to Robin to tell you
0: about Slack. So if you want a more intimate experience with the Disc Golf Podcast- oh,
1: yeah. We have a Slack group. Slack
0: is an awesome community uh, that is just perfect for disc golf and sharing any and everything that you want disc golf. So we've created a community that is the disc golf podcast Slack group and people share uh, their pictures of where they're playing disc golf. They share. Uh, their mail calls, whatever it is, you can ask us questions directly on a regular basis every single day where they're all the time. Or
1: everyone else, too, which is yeah, fantastic.
0: Anyone else, too. So uh, all you have to do is go to our website, throw at com. There's a link in the main navigation that says join Slack. Click that link, submit your email and you're there. So uh, we really appreciate all of you. Please go out there, review us on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, those reviews go Tell your friends. a long way to, to getting us more listeners, so we really, really appreciate it. We also have Disc Golf Podcast fundraiser shirts that are on our website that are gorgeous, and I'm running out of them. So there's a certain several sizes that I'm already completely out of, and we're, we're working on other ones at the moment. But Right, but the new the
1: new runs will be in new styles too, right? So, when this run goes, that's, th- that's it. That's this, it. Is the, this is the you can be the OG. You can let people know like you have that shirt. You're the only ones that are going to have that shirt. Exactly. So,
0: OG listeners, get out there and get those disc golf podcast shirts. Helps us raise money for our recording equipment that we just purchased and uh, are currently underwater on, but. Hopefully the sound is worth it. And thank you so much for listening and get out there this weekend and throw stuff at stuff.